Whoa! Welcome. Welcome to another episode of... The Movie Men Podcast. The Movie Men. What a wonderful yeah. show. <laughs> I, well, some people think so. It's... It's... I like it. I do too. And I mean, really, that's ultimately, you know... Uh, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah at the end of the day. And um, Ant Smith. Ant so Smith welcome. likes it too. Yeah, <laughs> Ant Smith. Uh, do yeah. you have an Ant Smith? That doesn't make no. any sense. Ant Smith? No. Ant Smith. <laughs> Is Smith a first name ever? Does anyone... Smith. Smith. No, but some people identify only by their last name. So... Like I'm gonna name my daughter Smith. <laughs> Just okay, to honor it's breaking you. down the more the more we think about it, it's not working. No, 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 no. It's a thing, and I'm gonna do it just <laughs> to honor you, Pete. That's the shout out for the show. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Um, mm. Welcome to part five of something we've never done prior to now. Mm. Um, yeah. For two reasons: yeah. one, a, I mean, we just haven't, and b, yeah. we're we're still just guppies in the podcasting world we're we're learning as we, we are itty bitty saplings mm-hmm. yeah uh so we're doing a five-part series where we watch all mm-hmm. of the skywalker saga movies in yeah. anticipation for a small hardly heard of <laughs> film coming this december called star right. wars episode nine the rise of skywalker yeah. uh so yeah we've we've done episodes four five six mm-hmm. and one yep and today uh, we do episode two, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, Attack of the Clones. And can I just mm-hmm. say? Yeah. Uh, wait, well, do we have any housekeeping? Not really. Follow, let's mm. follow us on Facebook, Instagram, yep. Twitter. Yep. Support us on Patreon. Yep. That is, uh, Patreon is a wicked deal. For a dollar yep. a month, one dollar yep. a month, <laughs> which is like yeah. an eighth of a Disney Plus subscription. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's a way to support us and help us cover some of our overhead costs and a way for us to give yeah. the Patreon supporters bonus content and various levels of rewards. Yeah, we run a show, a half an hour yeah. long show, uh, mm-hmm. approximately four times a month, sometimes yeah. five. Uh, sure. And it's exclusive to people who are supporting us on Patreon. So super yeah. worth it. Head on over, totally. check that out. Uh, yep. All of those links, of course, are posted down below. The only yep. other uh, piece of housekeeping, I would say, is spoilers ahoy. We're going to talk about this film mm. like you've just sat and watched through it with us. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about it as if we were on the playground, ruining it for our peers, like we were in two thousand two. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Yeah, whatever. No, two thousand two. Uh, no, I know that's when the film came out, but we—I mean, oh. we've been—we've been chatting oh. about movies on the playground since. Yes, correct. Um, yeah, you're right. So, I mm. feel. Can, can I just say, going into this, yeah, I feel like my mm-hmm. role in this episode, okay, is you know when, like in the movies or a TV show, there's a kid sure. that's getting bullied bullied at school, yep, and the older brother has to show, like he shows up after class. Uh, or after school Mm -hmm. to give the kid a ride or whatever in the sports car that there's no way the 17-year-old older brother has acquired, but whatever, we we overlooked that. Um, (laughs) Right, yeah. But he shows up, and he either threatens uh, or just stands there as a, you know, kind of an intimidating, authoritative figure, and or, depending on the show, 
kicks the ass of like the 12 year olds that are you know mm. beaten up on their little so anyways i There's, feel like that's yeah. me i feel like star wars episode two attack of the clones is going mm. to need some defending i don't know what your take well, okay. on it is um yeah. But I do feel like maybe it's going to require some defending. And I would sure. just like to say that I am here to defend it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here Ca- to defend it. Carry Not on, good sir. because I'm going to attack it. I'm actually in agreement that I enjoy it and I defend it. Yeah. But I would agree that it's kind of a microcosm of all the prequels that just everyone hates on it and the prequels. And it's so di- It's divisive. Yeah. It definitely, oh, yeah. uh, I don't know if it's, it's, it's equally as divisive as, uh, the Phantom Menace, but for a much different yeah. reason. Phantom Menace sure. is demissive, di- demissive, divisive, Device. uh, <laughs> mostly I feel like because of Jar Jar. Yeah. Now we get yeah. a lot less Jar Jar in this one, right. uh, but we get a pretty right. heavily themed romance story. Um, yes. And so that I think is what you know. Mm-hmm. I would say Revenge of the Stiff. It, were stiff. Revenge of the Stiff. stiff. Revenge, Revenge of, of the, the stiff. stiff. Yeah, I've been. I was sick today. I'm. Yeah. You know. Anyways, uh, Revenge of the Sith is. I would say also divisive, but I would yep. say not as divisive. I would say there's a lot of people right. who still don't yep. like any of the prequels, but I would yeah. say there's a lot of people who didn't like Episode One or Two, and sure. came around. Uh, when it came to Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I feel like there's personally more hate towards Phantom Menace, is my perception, than Attack of the Clones. Quite possibly. But there are people who hate it, and I, there are people who poke holes in the whole romantic storyline that's in Attack of the Clones. And yeah, I'll which, admit there's some flaws, but... It's, you know, but I'm, I'm, know. Ready to, I'm ready to defend those flaws. I'm ready to... I, ho- I hope you've written some of those flaws down. Um, oh, yeah. because yeah. I, I just, w- I watched this last night. I wanted it to be as nice. fresh as possible. Fresh. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So I was, I was paying close attention to some of those things. I was paying close attention to things that I thought, you know what? No, yes, this is divisive, but I feel like it's justified. Um, right. and then I was also paying attention to things where I thought, um, where I thought to myself, uh, you know, that rubs me kind of the wrong way. But mm. I will also say anything that I thought rubbed me the wrong way, I also uh, I thought to myself, well, would I remove this? Right. Uh, h- how would I do this differently? And sure. every time I thought, you know what, the moments that rubbed me the wrong way were also the moments that, like, they were all moments that made me laugh, right. that were supposed right. to make me laugh. They were all comedy moments. They were supposed to make me laugh. They were kind of plot holy, but I sure. was like, whatever. I, you know, it's it is what it is. So, um, yeah. So yeah. So like, how should we get into? Will we just go through chronologically, or just well, what kind is, of? What, I mean, what is so? What is your? What is your experience with this film? The first time you know, reach back. Sure. You saw it in the theater. So I oh totally saw it in the theater. Okay. I didn't see it three to four times like I did Phantom Menace. Right. I only saw this one once in the theater. Okay. Fair. Fair. Um, I'm going to do a little throwback to a previous Star Wars episode in the series. And if the audience hasn't listened, go back and check it out. When we had Blue Jay's dad on the show. Yeah. And he brought up his point of just life 
on the playground of kids talking about either the previous Star Wars or the, the one upcoming and what they thought was going to happen and stuff like that. My specific memories of the kids on the playground were they saw it before I did. And just the, the only walk away that I remember is them just the euphoria and the excitement of the Yoda lightsaber fight. Yeah. Like just uh, totally like just vibrant like he's just this green blur that just flipping around and they said like it was the craziest thing they ever saw so let's and, let's talk and even let's talk about and even though scene. they told me about it like even though it wasn't a surprise in the movie like i still had goosebumps when it happened sure so let's let's talk about that scene um as, yeah, as previously mentioned mm. i'm pretty sure i'm 99 yeah. like so when when phantom menace came out right i was seven a little young to, you know, a lot of people are hesitant to take a seven-year-old to the theater. Oh, for sure. They don't have the attention span to sit there for two and a half hours. Right. And of note, like the Attack of the Clones, um, I know you weren't seven at the time, but it was the longest of the Star Wars films. So like it's a long time to have a seven-year-old sitting down. True. Yeah. Of that point. Um, So yeah, it's a true point. But by the time Attack of the Clones came out, I was 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And yeah. I was old enough to go. Sure. Uh, and didn't go with a parent. I think I went with a, we were sort of dropped off, picked up type of thing with a friend. Oh, wow. Um, and I saw it. I saw it once. And I can tell you pretty much exactly where i sat in the theater oh wow um and i can tell you that i don't remember anything from that experience except for yoda fighting with dooku right yeah i remember that so vividly i remember Mm -hmm. like i can close my eyes and i'm in that moment again (laughs) It's yeah. one of those really, really vivid memories. Yes. Um, yeah. Because up until this point, Yoda yep. is this frail, oh, hobbles yeah. around with a cane. Yep. Old, the glory days have gone by. Like the decrepit. Yeah. yeah. And 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 especially in Empire and Return of the Jedi, but even I mean every all of the exposure that we've had with him. Mm-hmm. through phantom menace still kind of suggests yeah. that he's this yeah. older like he's got there's the cane sure he's got gray yeah. hair he's he's hobbling you know, around yes he's 900 years old in empire but that means right. that he's he's still 800 like, and you know 875 in this one right sure. he's an old yeah. guy he's still um, old yeah yeah and so I yeah I just remember I remember it already being a wicked scene for yes. three reasons there are three for if you're a Star Wars person yeah um, and you'd been following Star Wars this scene is amazing for three reasons because True. a you know this is the first time we've seen a lightsaber with a curved hilt oh, yes right Count Dooku's yeah. got a curved lightsaber. And and just and, like all the the prequels are redefining the the villains lightsabers. Like previous episode had a dual lightsaber, a this dual had lightsaber, the, the curved, which yeah, like which this. had at the time, 
Um, they had referenced a dual lightsaber in a Star Wars novel about three years before Phantom Menace. Um, mm. But unless you read the novels, unless you were you know caught up <laughs> yeah. on all that extended universe no. stuff, um, yeah, no. you wouldn't know. No. And so, no. yeah, so a curved lightsaber. Yeah. This is the first time we've seen someone other than Darth Sidious use force lightning. Right. So now we know, okay, this is a dark side power. This isn't necessarily mm-hmm. exclusive to right. Sidious. Right. This is the first time we've seen someone dual wield lightsabers. Right. Right. Anakin yes. has one in each hand and it's brief. He can't, he doesn't maintain that for very long. Um, and, but and he does arguably, do it. I don't know, like if it's truly an advantage. I mean, yeah, it depends on your not. training and what probably you're comfortable not. Yeah. with. But that's a side point. Um, but yeah, most importantly, yeah, Yoda hobbles in. Yeah, he has a little bit of a force, force duel, duel yeah. right? Um, he kind of like a dueling banjos. He catches yeah. some force lightning and kind of like flings it back, which was mm-hmm. yeah. badass and cool. It's so. Uh, it, it totally was. Yeah. But more importantly. Dooku says, it's clear that this competition cannot be settled mm. by our knowledge of the Force. Yeah. But with our skills of a lightsaber, <laughs> with the lightsaber. Right. Our swordsman skills. And that's when the hairs on the back of your neck just start Well, going and it's up. this moment of like, wait, what? Would yeah. you, you know? Yeah. But Yoda doesn't, he, you know, yeah. he can't. Yeah. And he, he pulls his, he like... To- almost tosses he just drops his cane yes and you're like cane what? drop really it's yeah. a cane drop what and he he pulls his his robe aside and you yep. see a little miniature yes. lightsaber hanging on his probably, belt probably no different than like the size of a pen in length anyway. yeah and then all of a sudden this guy just that that up until this point has been this frail decrepit creature Mm -hmm. starts flipping around like nobody's damn business yeah and i i will never forget that moment in the theater of just like oh everything everything i knew (laughs) was a lie (laughs) like it was you know it was like it was like not in a bad way well, no, not in a bad way. It was like finding out no. your parents, you know, being 18 and finding right. out, oh, your parents have actually right. been secret agents this whole time. What? Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. it was, I was just, it wasn't like, oh, cool, that's an interesting way to go with this. It was like, no. this changes everything. Yes. This is yeah, huge. This, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, this, uh, like, we kind of alluded to it not just that he was old but like his nature was just more of an educator or a a wise elder in the jedi community as you call him and that to see him in like this physical fight was just but i mean you know and then you start thinking about it logically and you go okay but this makes sense he was a jedi oh yeah how did he you don't get to be the highest up in the jedi order sure without having been a Jedi and, and having done all the yeah. training and having the skills, Absolutely. mastering the skills necessary. To lean back on. Yeah, you got to lean yeah. on those skills from some, from time so to time. that yeah. scene is mm. phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Just incredible. Can I, 
Can I can I tell you a different scene? If uh, now, sure, keep talking unless we're not done with this. But no, I, no, that's another I, scene. I mean, you know, we could go I'm, all day about I'm, this. I'm very fluid, man. <laughs> so, I'll tell you. And there's some scenes that I have problems with, so we'll get to those. But I want to tell you a scene that really just pinpoints why I love the. I don't love, but I appreciate the prequels in all in one scene. Okay. I'm going to paint you a mental picture. Okay. It's not that good of a mental picture, I, I but it's will, a mental I will, picture. I will close my eyes and I will let you Bob Ross yourself all over my <laughs> All right, now canvas. picture a little rat tail coming over Anakin's shoulder. Okay, you, no, here we go. So this is possibly my top scene. At, for sure of Attack the Clones, maybe the prequels. But in on Tatooine, when Anakin's standing at the sunset and Padme comes out, and Anakin's about to leave to look for his mother. And the reason I love it is just everything is just culminates together in such a perfect way. Like the lighting, the angles that are shot, the shadows, and just even just with him walking off saying it won't be long. And really what hits the home run for that scene for me is obviously, as he always does, John Williams just contributes to this scene with his impact. And I, I don't actually know if this is the case or not, but this has to be one of the few times, if not the only times, that the more traditional Star Wars hero theme is played with Anakin. Right. The bum, 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 bum. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and it's playing and it's building up this emotion as he walks away. So there's all these different kind of storylines kind of converging here of the romance with Padme, his maternal searching for Shmi, is that how you say his mother's name? Shmi? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. This young moldable Jedi with like such a bright future. And what it's all tainted by is that you know that his tragic fall is imminent. Like just you know where this is going. And he like there's just this roller coaster that's going up and you know eventually it's going to come crashing down. And there's it just highlights the tragedy and it's all encompassed in one scene. Yes. And obviously then it turns into Duel of the Fates montage, which is just amazing. So just if you don't like it, you can shut up. Yeah, That's all I have to say about the Duel of Fates. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, yeah, that scene for me, I, I, I literally paused the DVD and rewound it and watched it a second time. That scene's amazing. Like I, yeah, you know, yes. I that whole, again, there's so many... There's so many great moments like that whole the scene when he gets to the Lars moisture farm and oh, you realize yes. that you're looking at a young Owen and Brew. Yes. Yes. And that's yeah. amazing. And then it is. And then you realize uh, that you're seeing a lot like you're seeing the kitchen table that they're sitting at. You're seeing a lot of shots. Yes. That you've already seen. Right. Anakin is sitting in the chair that Luke sits in and says, but yes. I'm going to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power convert. Like, <laughs> it's all very, you know, and Cleve and, Lars is sitting where Owen sits and says, well, I, I really need you to stay on for one more season. And like, yes, yes. And then, and then Anakin's tinkering away in the same yes. shop yeah. that Luke oh. tinkers away in. Yes. And like, yes. to me... To me, that's it's amazing. Yes. Like there's and I think, so much great symmetry in that. Yes, and I, I love or hate um, Hayden Christensen. Love or hate um, Natalie Portman. 
I think you're overlooking so much magic in the Star Wars Skywalker series if you're overlooking these scenes. Like you're you're hitting the nail on the head. Like these are I'm just going to call them like magical scenes because they're they're revisiting scenes from you know movies of the past and just showing up from a different vantage point and obviously different characters some yeah. different characters the fact that and they're if you drinking just, blue milk yes and if you just if you just say no the prequels are crap i hate them the romance sucks like you're just throwing the baby out with the bathwater. like sh- just look past it and appreciate it like these are cool scenes for the reasons you've just outlined like yeah yeah anyway so uh, uh an interesting thing with that scene it true it didn't like it didn't occur to me that every time I watch these movies, I find something else that I hadn't, Mm. hadn't thought of, hadn't considered True, because of a memory wipe that will happen at the end of the next film. Sure. C3PO, when he arrives, when he is sold to Owen Lars, yep. Has no clue that he has spent yeah. five years, six years, <laughs> already yeah. living and working on this moisture farm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's something funny to be said about that, right? Like, Which, and it, I mean, it raises two questions. One I feel like is easily explained away. Okay. One, maybe not so much, okay. but also maybe. So the one, the one that I was like, okay, well, hang on. Um, yeah. the person I was watching the movie with said, well, wouldn't Owen recognize C-3PO? Like, mm. you know, they were together for like five or six, seven years working on this moisture farm. Wouldn't but, he recognize the droid? Um, but he's not wearing the same color. Yeah, um, so I, yeah, exactly. So I think it's yeah. easily explained away for a couple of reasons. Sure. One, he's got yeah. different coverings on by the time. Exactly. By yep. the time episode four comes around, uh, yep. to you have to remember mm-hmm. that by the time, um, you know, a droid is a droid, and yeah. the only thing once the coverings have changed, the only thing to really distinguish the two is you know, C three PO is is four letters and numbers. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it's been. But like by the time Owen Lars buys R2D2 and C3PO from the Jawas. Yeah. It's been like 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a really long time. Yeah. So furthermore, yeah. Owen mm-hmm. his only <laughs> interaction with C3PO in episode 4. <laughs> okay. Is yeah. buying him. Sure. Just saying, I'll you know, do you speak Pachi? Yep. And he says, Well, sir, I'm programmed and over to you. Twelve million different <laughs> and he goes, Okay, shut up. <laughs> Literally. And okay, that's, shut up. And that's it. I would have to right. go back and yeah. watch. Yeah. But I'm not a hundred percent sure that he ever even identifies himself as C three PO. Yeah, yeah. To, I, to Owen. To yeah. No. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, so that explains that away. The yeah. the one question that I have mm-hmm. is R2D2 would know 
That is a true fact, because he wasn't wiped, was he? R2-D2 is always in the know. Yeah. However, so. mm-hmm. again, R2-D2 has always kind of, Like, R2-D2 at this point is on a mission. He has a message yeah. from Leia Organa that he needs true. to get to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he's not there for a meet and greet. He's not there to reminisce. He's not yep. there to do this. And so... I yeah. just don't know that, hey, by the way, you used to live here. Like, yeah. that cause maybe causes more... Uh, it maybe causes more frustration than is worth. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's debatable. I mean, I, I'm, I'm on the fence with you. Like, I, I kind of agree that maybe it wouldn't be good to bring up but on the other side like they they were walking in the desert nomadically for god knows how long yeah. at some point you got to say hey little little mind blower here you were here with darth vader yeah, before but, he was but, darth vader but i mean in this whole scenario yeah. uh r2d2 is like throughout this whole mission in right, in right. a new hope r2d2 yep. is keeping c3po on a need-to-know basis yeah fair right yeah. He's, he's yep. kind of, he doesn't really, it seems like C-3PO doesn't really have the necessary security clearance for a lot of <laughs> R2-D2's information, right? right? So, right. you know, I don't know. Yeah. But sure. something, you know, something interesting to... To think about. To extrapolate from that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. What's with the... the so, the, she's a Jedi, <laughs> There are so there are different types of Jedi. There are like Jedi's um, sentinels that have like yellow lightsabers, and they mm. defend the temple. And then there's like uh, Jedi historian type, like guardians, and mm. there's Jedi knights, and there's mm-hmm. Jedi like all these different uh, true, you know, factions. Yep. Um. So the librarian oh, is yeah. a Jedi. Sure, I guess. And what the hell is her problem? <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. If a planet like, does it, not show up in our <laughs> index, then it simply does not exist. <laughs> like, and then walks away like she's so like what, snooty. I, I didn't actually pay attention, but in the credits, is her character name like intolerant old woman? Like what? what is <laughs> like, yeah. She just, like, yeah. I don't think it's, there's nothing defendable about that. No, it's just a really bizarre, you know, yeah. it's a bizarre yeah. moment that she, yeah. you know. I I guess sees Obi Wan as kind of this uh, young renegade type. I guess disrespectful youth kind of compared here, to her. Yeah. Listen here, kid. When I was your age, I, I just listened to what the librarian said and I shut up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Give it a uh, try. So we dive we dive into some more politics in this one. We do. Um, but I, you know what, people give. People give these movies a hard time for the politics. I think it's a really clever, mysterious part of these stories, and, right? As but, and, you, yeah, as you watch where he, Palpatine, right, uh, yep. manipulates Jar Jar into mm-hmm. proposing emergency powers to and, Palpatine. And I'm, I want to say a little footnote here because I know Carl Eastman will be listening and I'm sure we'll have a discussion about the whole Jar Jar thing at some point. And I, in that, I just want to make it clear. In the scene where he was duped, 
where he was duped into giving emergency powers to the Chancellor, there were two Jedi Knights present for this conversation in Mace Window and Master Yoda. So everyone that's pinning it on Jar Jar saying, what an airhead, oh, he's worse than Chewie, oh, he's like the, the plague. Just remember that the two brightest shining stars of your Jedi Order were literally sitting there, listened to this and said, eh, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, well, I mean, and it's really interesting. Like, throughout the whole film, the Jedi are... Um, they are unapologetically cautious of politicians. Um, yeah. That's been said a couple of times. But yeah. it, it is true that, like, you know, at, at one point... They, I mean, you know, the Dark Lord of the Sith is in charge of the Senate. Yeah. And they can't yes. sense it. No. And a clone army has been built. Yes. And they can't sense it. And and Mace right. Windu says to Yoda at one point, um, do you think it's time to inform the Senate that our ability to use the Force is diminished? Mm. Um, and Yoda says, well, no, because... You know, mm-hmm. what, what, um, at this point, he basically what, like, says the Sith are the only ones that know of our yeah. weakness right now. And yep. the more informed the Senate becomes, our yep. adversaries will multiply. Exactly. Um, yeah. So let's let's pretend like we yeah. are still all that. Um, <laughs> but sorry, I cut you off. Continue. You were talking about the politics. In I, this I movie just think the politics are it. so clever. The fact that he, you know, yeah. The fact that he does that, the fact that, like, you can't ignore that. So you have two different factions here. Mm. You have the Republic. Yep. Which are uh, governed by the Senate. Sure. Which are overseen by the Chancellor. Yes. Yep. Palpatine, who now has emergency powers in order to... um, order the creation of an army for the republic little known to the public that Mm. that that that's already been done (laughs) right then you have the separatists yep who are overseen by um count dooku yeah he's kind of corralling them a a former jedi turned separatist leader Mm-hmm. who yeah. is in cahoots with the Trade Federation um, yep. and using their droidage abilities. Right. Are also in cahoots with a Mandalorian bounty hunter named Jango Fett. Right. Are also... <laughs> it's like the co- days of our lives. Yeah, are also in cahoots with uh, Darth Sidious. Yes, yep, yep. Um. And so what's interesting, though, is, um, you know, so when Obi-Wan gets to Kamino and he's mm. questioning the, the aliens there about um, this army, Obi-Wan is informed that the army was ordered by Master Sifo-Dyas. Yes. Yep. Who we soon find out had mm. died a couple of years before the order was placed for the army so someone Mm. someone has ordered these clones under a false name yes 
we then find out when he's having a conversation with Django Fett mm -hmm. that uh, Django Fett wasn't recruited by anyone named Master Sifo-Dyas. He's never heard of Master Sifo-Dyas. He, mm -hmm. uh, he was recruited by a man named Tyrannus on mm -hmm. a moon of such and such. Yep. Then we find out at the end of the film that Tyrannus or Darth Tyrannus mm -hmm. is Count Dooku's Sith name. Right. So yeah. it's fair to assume that either Count Dooku, who is Lord Sidious's new apprentice following um, the supposed demise of mm -hmm. Darth Maul, if you yep. know, if you've if you've watched the Clone Wars, or you know the first, like Darth Maul survived that drop. Survived, yeah. Um, and yep. he's got mechanical legs now, and he's he's prevalent throughout the, <laughs> he's, the Clone he's Wars. He's better than ever. Better yeah, than ever. Yeah, shows up in Solo, um, actually. And it, um, seriously, yeah. Have you not no. seen Solo? No, I haven't. Oh my yeah. god, what do you? I might check it out for that reason alone. You're gonna have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a small cameo, but it's good. Okay. Um, have you watched the Clone Wars series? No. Uh, yeah, so get on that as well. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, hop to it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so we discover that either either Count Dooku or Palpatine mm -hmm. are the ones that oh, yeah. ordered the clones under the fake sure. name of, of Cyphidius. Um, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Count Dooku for sure is the one that recruited Jango Fett as yep. the, the cloning subject. For sure. Yep. So politically, you have a war now, the Clone Wars, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where Palpatine is in charge of and overseeing both sides. <laughs> right. Yeah. Both sides. Yes. Which yeah. is He's... genius because sure. he keeps this war going for several years. Yes. And depletes the galaxy of resources and yep. gets them weak and kills off a lot of, of you know, like um, civilizations, essentially. Kills mm -hmm. off a lot of economy. Kills, gets spreads things out really the Jedi, like spreads them thin. Yep. Stays because yep. it's a time of war and emergency powers and all of this stuff. Stays mm -hmm. in office well past his term mm -hmm. yeah. um and to me that's just watching the <clears throat> politics port as a kid didn't get yeah. it oh, still, sure. still enjoyed sure. the movies because it didn't yep. matter it was star wars there was the odd Absolutely. scene sprinkled in that was just a bunch yep. of a, a of adult talk talking but, but whatever yeah. yeah um but as an adult mm -hmm. i enjoy the heck out of these political scenes i, I think it's I'll, really fascinating i'll agree with you i I don't enjoy it as much, and I'm talking from an adult lens, because as a kid, I was in the same boat, like, Snorfest. I'm thinking about the next lightsaber battle during the political scenes. I think I like the political aspect to attack the clones, because you're alluding to it. It's just on such a bigger scale, macro level of, like, Palpatine influencing and playing a puppet on both sides. I think just I get lost, not lost, but just a little bored in the phantom even as an adult just because it's the nitty-gritty senate scenes of like we're debating something and let's bring something to motion and let's do that i i, I like attack of the clones that it's just 
it's so important and critical to the plot. And I'm not saying it's not in Phantom Menace. It's just it's just so it's a little bit different, and I can handle it a bit more in a yeah. Because I mean, in 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 Phantom Menace, the whole big thing is, you know, mm. each each one of these films, he's got Palpatine's got a main goal, right? Po- politically, yeah. yeah. Right. So in Phantom Menace, his goal right. was get Chancellor Valorum out mm. through a vote of no confidence. Yep. And get elected as Chancellor himself. Right. In yep. this one, it's start a war and gain emergency yeah. powers right. in order to start yep. the war, essentially. Exactly. Yep. Um, and then in in the next one, it's it's take the war mm. and people's desperation for a solution. Oh, yeah. And propose a safe, secure galactic empire. Yeah. Yeah, which it's a is, chess move that which, you see progressively. I mean, we'll get to that, but it it yeah. blows my mind and boggles me that, right. uh, you know, when you were watching the original Star Wars movies in in the seventies and eighties when those came out, mm-hmm. um, yeah. not that that's when we were watching them, but whatever. no, no, no. Um, well, yeah, you, you would never have fathomed mm. that people voted for this, right? Yeah. People, people agreed. This was not imposed on anybody. No, you know. So that's interesting. But, I, but I think, I, and I've like it's George Lucas probably has admitted to this. I'm not a huge George Lucas. Um, I don't know everything he's ever said, but like all this is based on his. There's historical ties to all of this, and there's there's oh the, the Nazi regimen and yeah yeah the, the Roman Empire of just inching your way of you know you like you said progressively he's taking one step further one step further one step further one step further and the public either actively voting him in or not opposing it because they're in need of something or in need of rescuing or in just in some dire situation that he is like in other like no other words but just like a savior to the problem and i think uh, you're right it is kind of genius how lucas has kind of like relied on this as part of the key point of how the empire came about it which which is which is why from a plot standpoint star wars has always worked because it's so damn believable because right it it, 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 you know people go well would this happen well the answer is (laughs) it kind of has it kind of yeah oh yeah absolutely so talk there's an ounce it's based on truth yeah yeah talk to me about the romantic portion of this film pete and your and your take on that so yeah i i i don't hate it i don't hate it no i I, I look i look past it there's some flaws to it i i will just say these flaws like obviously as a kid it all went over my head and i was just this is boring as a kid but as an adult anakin does give a bit of a creepo vibe at times just with his looks or his, his the advances that he chooses or his lines like, even when he gets upset that he's like, yeah, Padme won't let me watch her sleep. I don't know why. Like, this is what a buzzkill. Like, right, just, right. But in that moment, even even Obi-Wan says, mm-hmm. what is she thinking? But, yeah, like, like sure. she, like, Fair. you know, yeah. yes, it's, it's justifiable that she doesn't want you watching her sleep. However, yeah. there's bigger fish to fry here. Right um so but even just like some of his advances and whatnot 
or a little forced. The one thing, and I, I'm not going to promote this scene. If everyone rips on it. The I don't like sand. It's coarse. It's rough. It's irritating. It gets everywhere. But I mean, just for all you people that say the prequels are CGI heavy, look where that scene is taking place in Lake Como, Italy. Like, it is amazingly breathtaking. Just please just chill for a minute and just look past whatever flaws you perceive there to be in these this romance story and just appreciate it for what it is in the story and what's happening around. Like, I watched I watched a bunch of the bonus features last night. Um, cool. You know, I've got like a Blu-ray set that's got all like two or three discs oh, dedicated just nice. to bonus features. I've got a reel of film. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The the original, the ones that that Lucas won't <laughs> release. You've got them. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and less of these movies are CGI than you think they are. Yeah. Some of them are enhanced with of CGI, course. but of there's course. still. There's still a lot of miniatures that happen yes. here yes. Um, in practical effects. Now, um, I, you know, I defend all of the romance in these films, in this movie. Sure. Yeah. And here's the reason. Let's, <clears throat> let's look at, okay, let's look at Padme first. Sure. Let's exclude, because I'll get to it, but let's exclude mm-hmm. the scene where Padme confesses her love for Anakin. Like um, before their death. Before their death. And let's just yep. look at everything yep. leading up to that. Sure. Yep. Her, her stance makes perfect sense. It absolutely does. She's attracted to him. Yep. She kisses him, but then goes, yep. this doesn't make we sense. Can't. We can't do this. Yep. Like we have responsibilities. I'm a senator. You're a Jedi. Yep. It's yep. just not going to work. Yeah. But is still like still flirts with him because yep. emotion is stronger than logic. Yes. Right? So yeah. her standpoint makes total sense and her approach yeah. is 100% believable. Yeah. Anakin, mm-hmm. who you need to approach this in a couple of different ways, I think. Number one, sure. Anakin is a teenager. Yes. He's 17, 18 years old. Which, which I just want as a footnote, like the fact whoever signed off on this, like whether it was Master Yoda, like I know it was Chancellor Palpatine's idea, but whoever stamped the approval of sending this young adolescent who obviously is attracted to Padme. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Palpatine at all. It was Mace Windu and Yoda. Yeah, because they like sent they send Obi Wan. They send Obi Wan <sighs> to look into. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah. Something. You know, to look into no, the assassination. The clones. That's right. Sorry, I'm confusing because yeah, it was Palpatine who said on the lead was, of the assassinations. Right. It was Palpatine who said that they're in town. You should go see them, and then eventually they split them up. Yeah. But my point is, who signed off on this? Assigned some elderly platonic alien to be with her one on one, not just some little teenager who obviously has like this huge crush on her. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. Like Obi Wan knew. Um, and Obi-Wan, yeah. you know, Obi-Wan for the mentor of a Padawan who's not supposed to get romantically entangled is yeah. inc- is incredibly chill <laughs> he about, is. about it, he, right? Like, like he, actually. He gets it. Uh, I guess. And, sorry, I interrupted you, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 totally. But, you know, so anyways. Um, yeah. He's a teenager. Sure. 
He is a teenager who, I mean, think back to, you know, one of your high school relationships. Sure. Now look at it through the eyes of an adult, through through yeah. the same lens that, you know, whiny little crybaby adults are looking at Anakin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you were totally irrational and over the top and romantically hopeless. Sure. As mm-hmm. a teenager. Oh, for sure. You just were. Yep. You were you were some like something plucked right out of a out of a Shakespeare play. Yep. Yep. Um so You can't fault him. No. Right. So take take that. Yep. And take the fact that he, while he is human, mm-hmm. he's a human that was conceived by the, the force. Yep. And so potentially he's got, I mean, he's he didn't have a father figure as a, you know, like there's, there's, he's, he's prime for some issues. Yeah. He's prime to not deal with emotions in a healthy way. Yeah. Pile as, on as, as shown as pi- shown in the sand people see. Yeah. Pile on top of it the fact that yeah. he is he's got the highest midichlorian count of any living being. He's he's, he's, oh, yeah. he's the most yeah. he has the potential to be the strongest and most in tune with the force mm-hmm. of any ever, living creature. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Uh and although we don't talk about it a lot, nobody mm-hmm. really talks about it, he knows it. Mm-hmm. He knows oh, yeah. how powerful he is. Oh yeah, he's not dumb. He knows. Yeah. And so, I, you know, if if this were any other movie, if those circumstances mm-hmm. that we just talked about weren't in place, then yeah, what a right. weird, ridiculous bullshit romance. <laughs> right. But but take all right. that into consideration. Mm-hmm. I totally buy it. Yeah. Every, every, I don't have any every line of his. I go. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That's yeah. It's over the top and it's dramatic, but he's a yeah. teenager, and that's the way it is as a teenager. I was, sure, and yes. you know, like it just kind of. I couldn't work. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Like um, maybe there's some holes here and there, but the underlying premise of this romance, right. I absolutely agree. Yeah. And then at first, initially, I had a little bit. I took a little bit of issue with Padme's all of a sudden, like she was very. She got into some of the Shakespearean kind of like, you know, I'm I'm aching for you kind of, mm. you know, like and all of a sudden, you know, and, and you can argue like, wow, where the hell did this come from? You crazy. <laughs> but then you think about it, and you go, they're about to get executed. Oh, for sure. They what, have, what do you have to lose? they have no plan of escape. Yeah. They have no notion of coming out of this alive. For sure. Um. And so, hey, yeah. I mean, what's the point? Why yeah. not? Yeah, might as well just be know, sincere and just say, hey, "Yeah, we have feelings for each other." Like, why deny it at this point? Yeah. So I, yeah. you know what, I, I buy it. I buy everything, even the, you know, oh, I hate sand. It's dry and it's coarse <laughs> and it gets everywhere. It's it's a valid point. It's a teenager relationship. Like it's it's she's she's a little older. She's probably like twenty four at this point. Sure, but he's like eighteen. Yeah, and so he 
like it's those are just the lines that's the shitty little awkward small talk crap that you do i'm not even no brady i'm not even gonna take that argument from you he's half his life he spent on a desert island or not a desert island on a desert Planet. planet That was so out of the solar system that anything that the Republic, like Republican credits were just crap on a stick that they didn't care about. So it's like it's the backwoods of nowhere. Which is another okay? interesting point. Name so, name one so, single Star Wars planet that has more than one biome. Uh, no. If you got if if, yeah. if it's if it's desert, that's the whole damn planet. If it's yeah. snow, it's the whole right. planet. If it's forest, that's true. it's the that's whole true. planet. Even that's the city. True. Well, there's a city on this planet. No, no, sir. Yeah. <laughs> the planet is a city. <laughs> That's true. But my my point is, he spent half the life on this planet that was just the backwoods nothing. I'm going to argue that there's a deeper emotional exposure that he's saying with this. Because he's hanging out, he's chilling with former royalty and a pretty high up politician. Like his... In inadequacies around her or maybe coming out saying yeah like i'm just saying there's maybe it's not as crappy and slapstick as i'm saying there's an argument to it that it's it's not well, it's not just face value and and not just has half of that life been spent on a desolate desert planet mm-hmm. yeah all of his memories everything that he associates with yes. being on that desert planet is as a slave they're not good exactly. memories. No. He's got yes. every reason to hate anything that reminds him of Tatooine. Yeah. So all this is kind of spewing out. Like, I think there's a deeper emotional oh, yeah. going on here of him talking about just this sand than The just pain of him being separated everywhere. from his mother. Yes. Like, any thoughts of Tatooine where he first his met, mother? Where he first met Padme. I like yeah. the mother angle a bit better because that's on his conscience at that point because of yeah. his dream. So, but yeah, I, I think I think you can extrapolate more from that than people give credit for. That's for sure. all I want to say. So, I said there were some scenes that mm-hmm. I some moments, some comedic moments where I go, uh, <laughs> I just don't know if not, that works. You're not sold. But at the same time, I wouldn't remove them because they're fun. Sure. Okay. And what, really, what, uh... Uh, there are scenes that happen on Geonosis. Okay. They're not even scenes. Okay. They're lines. They're circumstances and they're lines. And, sure. And, and what it is for me that I go, okay, there's some, some issues here, is when okay. C-3PO gets his head and body mixed up with a battle droid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. First of all... We're assuming, we're, we're expected to believe a extreme amount of compatibility between the head of, <laughs> like that that like three little yeah. quick welds and yeah, he's connected. Have you ever tried plugging an iPhone into an Android charger or vice versa? Like right? that alone, you have right? a headache. Doesn't Let work. It, yeah, um, good point. Good point. But. Everything, you know, and then he's got the, uh, there's two lines. One is, um, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, when, when R2T, where R2D2 pulls yep. his head off oh. and drags it and he goes, and C3PO goes, oh, this is such a drag. Um, <laughs> and then, and then pulls the head up and puts it beside the body and C3PO goes, yeah, I'm, I'm totally beside myself. 
that's the home run for me and right i'm there. like uh but <laughs> but it's yeah. so but i still laugh i snicker yes. when that happens yes so you know yes. what i'm like uh, this okay. is a logic problem for me because a sure. his head wouldn't just go on there like that and b not at all. it that's not like it seems too comedic <laughs> for c3 sure but i still right. laugh so oh, it, sure. it still wins and i would you know I yeah I wouldn't take it out. Something yeah. else at this movie, attention all haters. Um, this is the first yeah. time that we see like R two D two's got like jets, mm. and yes. that moment like there's so many moments. I wish yes. I could go back and experience this movie again for the first time. Mm-hmm. For sure. Same with same with Phantom Menace. And really, the first time we see Mace Windu in action, like a lot of firsts and just revolutionary kind of moments for our heroes. So many firsts, so many moments, a purple lightsaber. Yeah. Like so many moments in this Mm -hmm. movie and Phantom Menace, but in this movie that... More so this one. From from a previous understanding of Star Wars perspective, you go, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like... This you know, is Brady, all you know what? This new is... and crazy and and shiny and uh, you know it's just so different. I'm I'm learning what I'm going to learn. It's important for us to learn as we go on in life. And just I'm just going to drop some knowledge on you here. I'm I'm a little annoyed with the people that just don't appreciate the prequels at all. I'm not saying they need to enjoy them or they need to make them their favorite Star Wars movies. I'm just saying enjoy the ride. Yeah. It's still Star Wars. It's a fun time. I'm going to use that advice on myself. The last the last uh, Star Wars movie that came out, Episode 8, I'm not the biggest fan of. I'm not getting it tattooed on my bicep. Um, but even if Episode 9 coming out in a few weeks is what I deem as just as bad as Episode 8, I'm still going to enjoy it. Like it. What a time to be alive where we can see another Star Wars Skywalker saga in theaters. Like I'm... Whether what no matter what happens, I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, like, I I I'm honestly pumped. I say all Star Wars is good Star Wars. Yes, like at the end honestly. of the day, it can be not what I was expecting, not sure. what I was hoping for, not yep. the way I would have wanted it to happen, which has happened. But yeah, still, but it's still Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Yeah. It's yeah. still so incredible. Yes. Yeah. And so, and As again, fans, like this, yeah. this being my first movie that i saw in the theater this was the first oh, wow. time first star wars movie that i'd seen in the theater. okay yeah, yeah yeah this was the first time that i and i still get chills every mm-hmm. time this has happened since yeah but it was the first time that sitting in a theater seat i saw the words a long time ago in a galaxy far far away yeah and then a second later that that theme music started and the big yellow letters sprawled across the screen and it's i get chills yes i do and yes. and i guarantee you whether it is a combination of carrie fisher mm. or the fact that it will be the last skywalker film yeah or yeah. You know, or or something that they do with the plot. Sure. I I I'm. You know, over under ninety percent. I'm going <laughs> above ninety percent. That I will I will get choked up. I will tear up during right. 
Rise of Skywalker, even if it's not like, oh, well, you know, that part in the movie. Like, I I may do it just Mm -hmm. during the beginning of it. Sure. Yeah. Because it's... Yeah, during the opening credits. It's so... Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for dropping that knowledge on me. Hey. While hey. you're while you're dropping things, do you want to <laughs> do you want to drop some trivia on me? Oh, Brady, I've been looking forward to these questions. I'm hoping I think we'll have some fun with them. Okay. Might be some controversy. We'll see. That'll be refreshing. Fun trivia. <laughs> uh, look at that. Burn. I'm quite beside myself. Yeah. That's, uh, hmm. Um. Okay. The first one is a bit of a easy one you should have seen it coming and so should our audience but uh, so it is wait can i just answer without you asking no just in case we've got a new person to the all show right, they need to right, know what the question all right, is all right <laughs> who uses the term i have a bad feeling about this anakin in the you coliseum at geonosis as the monsters are being revealed you got it anakin has a bad feeling about this which so is also the point. only time he says that, so that's interesting. Ooh, that's Anakin's. That's Anakin's iconic Star Wars. I have a bad <laughs> feeling about this moment. There is actually, I'm not trying to one up you here. There's actually a scene in Empire Strikes Back where, so you know where Han Solo comes in and they're like, Darth Vader's like, I want to invite you to dinner. There's yes. actually a cut scene where they deliver the fish tacos from Shut like up. a food truck. Shut up. And Darth Vader's like, oh, I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of sketchy okay. tacos. Okay, go yeah. on. Come on. Number two. Here we go. True false of the true false variety. Attack of the Clones was the top grossing film of 2002. True or false? Ooh. Uh, yeah. 2002. I would say, oh, God. I want to yeah. say yes because it's Star Wars. Uh, yeah. But it smells of trick questions. Uh, I'm going to say of tomfoolery. I'm going to say false. Okay. So you're correct. So I'll give you the two for two. Can you guess where it ranked? Just just ballpark. I'm going to say third. Yeah. That's that's not a bad guess. Um, depends on if you're going North America or or de- or, yeah. or or de- uh, world. Yeah. But for North America, the first and second were Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, and uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Yeah, so they both I, placed ahead. I assumed Two Towers was... Yeah. If something that. edged it out, I, I thought it was yeah. Two Towers. And I can live with that. That's more than fair. Okay, you're doing well. Two for two. That's good. I'm, I'm actually really proud. Number three. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> number three true or false again this was the last star wars film to be released on vhs true or false see now okay define this question because i got tripped up okay. on this before that is true yeah so uh, like, like at time you... of release or to yep. ever yeah. come out on vhs it would be at time of release because it wouldn't have been like the ten year anniversary or anything. Okay, I'm so, gonna I, I, say to be fair. To be fair, I did trip you out because the other one it was it was the DVD came out like a year later or something. Right. So that was a little fishy. Yeah, so this I'm gonna just... say true, um, okay. and I know that this one was on VHS because my grandmother had it on VHS. Nice. Um, Way to go, Brady's grandma. Yeah, she um, knows where it's at. 
and so uh, that, yeah that's, so, so you're, that's my guess true you're saying true. true so that is that is correct so you're three for three nice of note i do want to say um i this was the first dvd i ever owned wow yeah so wow it has I, a special so place on my shelf i didn't own this ever physically until about two and a half years ago oh for one of those but like the big package i bought like, a box yeah i bought the box set yeah. fair that's yeah cool. okay so brady i've got the last question here depending on where it goes it could get controversial okay, okay. i want an appendage lost count oh H- how many shoot. appendages were lost one. i mean are we getting into uh, of main yeah. characters because I i'm mean, i'm just saying appendages lost because i'm sure that on geonosis a bunch of <laughs> geonosins and, okay. and battle droids lost appendages <laughs> oh, yeah. right so like okay fair okay let me let me clarify i'm not including like winged geonosians or droids either like main characters okay. that had more than like three seconds of screen time or a line. <laughs> I'm going to say oh, that's, one, that's good. two, <clears throat> three. Assuming we're counting that as an appendage. <laughs> three. Um, I'm going to say three three okay so it won't be that controversial because either way you're wrong wow but i had four or five okay hang on give me a second here sure yeah so okay so we have zam the bounty hunter in the the bounty hunter in the bar loses a hand that's one anakin loses an arm that's two jango fett loses his head which I must say in my household was very controversial because according to s- people I talked to, the head didn't count as an appendage. But, but it Google, is, I mean, yeah, Google I said otherwise. Isn't an appendage just something that like sticks out from your torso? Yeah, it protrudes from your body, which the okay. head does. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm counting the head as three. Yeah. Okay, so that's three. The, um, do you want me to pop, pop the bubble here? No. No, I want you, you to give me a second. I'm, yeah, I'm, hey. I'm I'll thinking be, uh, through the kids the at home. They need a moment too. Thinking through the movie here, mm-hmm. and any time that there's like some sort of vi- ooh, mm-hmm. yes, four yes. five, four five, hmm? five. I'm gonna go with five. Okay. So four would be. I'm assuming four is not including Django Fed's head. Four is no Django. Five okay. is with Django. Five yeah. is with Django. The other two yep. being uh, the two front arms of the praying mantis creature. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Nice. I'm, yeah. See, I'm, I wouldn't. I yeah. I'd forgotten about that. I'm gonna give you a three out of four because maybe a three and a half out of four because he did get it, but it took you a while. It so I'll give you some, three and yeah. a half out of four. Right, that's, that's fair. That's respectable. I'm 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 actually happy with that. Uh, one other thing I want to add before yeah. we we stray Please. away from star wars is um yeah. this is another first another star wars first for us mm-hmm. 
Oh. Seeing the shot when it's panning around the Coliseum and we see dozens of lightsabers lighting up throughout the stands. Oh, yeah. And just the scene oh. with like three, four dozen Jedi. Yes. Just yes. wailing lightsabers around. Yes. Just because phenomenal. in episode one, episode one, we talked about, oh, isn't it cool to actually see this living order again? It was just, just legend Jedi. in the original And now trilogy. in this, we're like... Yeah, you're seeing wow. it in action. Like, they're not just at the library, like, testing potions. No. Like, it's no. like... There's get, a bunch yeah. of these Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a good point, Brady. What do you... Um, uh, scale of 1 to 10. I give it an 8.3. 8.3? Wow. Yeah. Um, that's high. Yeah. Absolutely. What did, you, what did you give Phantom Menace? I think it was actually about the same. It was either an 8 or an 8.3, I okay. believe. So they're both... I gave them both good re- reviews. Totally right. worth the price of admission. Yeah, 100%. I, gi- I give it a seven point six. Okay. Um, but I, it's still, you know. Yeah. That's above. That's three quarters above three quarters of the way there. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. One one last thing I just want to bring up. Sure. One thing I want to talk about in our bonus thing. So I'll save that till then. I'm, it's actually an interesting concept. Sure. The the Patreon exclusive show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That should All confirm. Right. The other thing, and it's more just a comment, and maybe I'm misreading the scene, but I just found it a little sexist, and maybe I'm just looking for things in the tea leaves here. At the beginning, where Padme says, I think Count Dooku is behind my assassination. And I feel everyone's kind of patronizing, kind of like, oh, of course not. Like, he's a political idealist. It couldn't be him. He was once a Jedi. Oh, you're silly. You're a woman. Let Leave this to the male Jedi here. It just seemed a little demeaning. I I think I like think they it's basically less came that. short of saying, "Oh, you're just silly." Yeah, see, I do think I do think that was the um I do think that was the intended approach, but I don't think okay. it was a I don't think it was a sex thing. I think it no, was okay. a Jedi versus politician right and maybe just the dark side has clouded it so much that yeah. they're just totally oblivious to what yeah. um palpatine's doing fair enough fair and enough. can i point out that it doesn't matter because she was right oh heck yeah like she yeah. was 100 it, it right. was dooku so it totally was yeah 100 so yeah. my my question um yes is what brady. did you watch this week oh mr brady I watched a few things. Okay. Let me just get my list here. So, can I say I I don't yeah. fully remember <laughs> what I recommended to you. Oh, really? I was going to say I thought you were going to say for the second week in a row you forgot what I recommended and you no, didn't No, watch I watched it. I watched I watched that and I made up for the other one. But I okay. Okay. I don't remember what I recommended mm-hmm. to you. So, um, I no, I watched... do. I remember. I remember. Oh, you did you just remember, or you were trolling? Yeah, no, I remember. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I watched the 1987 Roxanne movie with a uh, friend of the show, Steve Martin. Yeah. Um, Fr- yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I wish he was a friend of the show. Um, yeah, it was okay. I, I like I like me some Steve Martin. Um, I I it was just a fun, lighthearted it's 80s a, comedy. Yeah, a goofy romantic yeah. comedy. Sure. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I might watch it again, but I might not. But it wasn't. I didn't hate it. Definitely I gave it a watch five. it at. Definitely watch it at the cottage. 
Oh, I like I gave it a five and a half out of ten. So if I paid oh, money wow. to rent it, if I if I rented it, I wouldn't have any qualms with that. Like no problem at all. Can I can I ask you what what is Steve Martin even known for? Like I looked at his filmography and it was like yeah, like that's kind of known, that's kind of known. But there's not to what I perceive, there was no like home run. Like oh yeah, he was in Star Wars or he was in Batman, and that's yeah, where he I really mean, made his mark. Steve Martin's big things were uh, he was on SNL. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, you're gonna hate this, but okay. a big, you know, a a sort of a hallmark of his career is the yeah. jerk. Um, uh, oh. And uh, Three yeah. Amigos was up there. True. Yeah, Three Amigos was pretty popular. Um, yeah. you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah just kind of stuff like that. Obviously, yeah. in a more modern day, um. He, he sort of regained some popularity with Cheaper by the Dozen. That And that's where I kind of came across him. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I watched, actually, I watched the 2009 Triangle because we kind of oh. briefly mentioned it last week. Okay. I mean, it was okay. It's it was okay. actually it's better, better than I expected. It's better than the other one. The one I recommended was trash. This one was actually view, like viewable and it was actually, I was interested by it and it was fascinating. I, I'll, I'll actually say that it has Chris Hemsworth in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't even bother ranking that just because it was just no. something I watched. No. But my recommendation to you is actually a pretty recent movie with a couple um, actors, actually a few recognizable faces. But the main ones are um, Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey. It's called Serenity. Have you seen it? No, no, I haven't. Okay. The only thing I'm going to say, yeah, it's, it's weird. It did like, it wasn't like an indie movie at all. Like it came out in main screens across the country, but uh, it was, I don't know if it just wasn't well received, but a lot of people haven't heard of it, but I want you to watch it and I want you to keep one thing in mind. I just want you to pay attention and observe for moments in scenes that are fantastic, like almost comically fantastical okay. like just the way they're shot or the what the camera's focusing on and i'm intrigued yeah i you know, to be honest i was watching it just because i'm a matthew mcconaughey fan and as the movie progressed i'm like actually this movie is holding up like it's decent so give it a chance okay that's we'll my do. so S- serenity is my recommendation to you all right uh, mr brady what I did you watch three films nice the first being the proper triangle <laughs> Like the 2009? No. No. The 2000, the what, 2000, was it one or something? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and? You son of a bitch. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. It's a, it's kay. so bad. It's. Can I just preface? The reason I made you watch this bad movie was not to be cruel. It's a movie that I had seen parts of as a kid. And I wasn't allowed to watch it all because it was scary. I went back recently, watched it all as an adult. I said, wow, this is flaming garbage, like a dumpster fire. I wanted you to watch it to pick like a couple critiques that were just awful that we could just roast together. That That's where okay. I was coming um, from. And I, and I did. Cool, cool. Um, number one being the plot. Okay. Number yeah. two being the cast. <laughs> hey, yeah, wow. 
there is one famous person in it. There is. And yeah. number three being um, the production <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> like, literally, there's no way for me to just pick and roast individual. Uh, like, <laughs> if I, let me put it this way. Sure. I had it been back in like the blockbuster, you know, like nowadays we rent media. Sure. Uh, right. From, from machines. Online. Yeah. Whether from it's machines. Yeah. 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 Xbox or, or, or sure. whatever. And that's how iTunes, we rent. Yeah. That's how we, how we yeah. Amazon. That's how we rent our stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Back in the day, had, had I, when I rented this, had I rented it from uh, uh, a, a yeah. physical person. Sure. When I returned it, I would have bypassed the non-social interaction bin that you can put it in. I would have slammed it down on the counter. To the person who really, this it's not their fault. This is just some right. you know, minimum they're wage. Just, they're just punching the till. They, don't, yeah. they didn't make the movie. And I would say, have you any idea what, what kind of through. filth? Your store is peddling. <laughs> it's it's bad. It's so bad. Yeah. I will never watch that again. Okay, I want to just say two of my favorite things. And you may not even remember them. Maybe you've just psychologically blotted them out of your mind. Sorry, which Number film? one from the 2001 Triangle. No, I, yeah, I haven't seen that that I can remember. <laughs> There's a scene where someone literally has a cut on their arm and they say, we have to bandage your arm or it will get infected. And then they grabbed a rancid, dusty, old, bacteria-ridden napkin and wrapped their arm with it. Just from a medical point of view, I couldn't let that go. Did you expect but, any less? Yeah, but there was literally a scene where the whole group was amassed together and they were like, yeah, we should leave, we should leave. Okay, maybe we should leave, blah, blah, blah. And obviously one person was against it. Literally, the actor who was against it started his line and said, if you want to go, that's... And then his audio literally just cut off. Yeah. Like, the scene didn't end. Like, it literally just cut off. And then they all started walking. Like, he didn't finish a sentence. Like, that's great. That's fine. That's the worst idea I've ever heard. Like, that's wonderful. Like... It literally just cut off mid-sentence, and no one in the production team even cared. Yeah. They didn't say, guys, our reputation is on the line here. We need to reshoot this. <laughs> we need to dub over it. That's all that was needed, just a dub. Yeah, but, nobody cared. Yeah, No one cared. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so it's bad. It's bad. Uh, anyway. I watched, yeah. Then I watched Sahara. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and? Which is also not a blockbuster. However, no, having not. just come off of the triangle, <laughs> I was at that point after, you know, when you go from the triangle to Sahara, you start thinking Oscar. You start thinking greatest film you've ever seen. Yeah. Gasping, you go, like in, just so inspired nice film. Inspired. fresh air again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's good. Sahara. I mean, Sahara. It's your. It's you know. It's, it's your fun kind of a, action. It's kind of yeah. a run-of-the-mill treasure hunting comedy yeah. action. It's good. You know, yeah. it is what it, it is. Has, and it has Dwight from The Office in it for it those does. Office fans it out does. there. Does yeah. Mm -hmm. And Matthew McConaughey again. 
Oh, was he in that? Yeah. 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 Briefly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> briefly. The uh, his shirt. His shirt wasn't in that though. True. True. Yeah. The uh, I think there were some wardrobe budget issues. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McConaughey here. We have enough to pay you, but we don't have enough to provide you a shirt for any scenes. So, well, that's all hit right. Hit the gym. Yeah. All right. All right. All, all right, right. All right. I will just that's, not wear one then. Yeah, um, that's how I roll. Uh, the third film I watched, and my recommendation mm-hmm. to you. And can, before you go on, can I say I literally look forward to it now? Like my recommendation, the recommendations, because it's so fun to see where you're going to go. Like, well, and. And not just that, but you you end up watching a movie mm-hmm. that you otherwise may not have ever watched. That happens a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? And it's so cool. even when it it's broadens. a bad film, it's a good experience. For sure. You, you find know? out what you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Um to those to those of you that are just joining us, um <laughs> every week we tell we tell each other what it is that we've watched. Mm-hmm. And we recommend one film from our list, uh, under which if the other person has never seen that film, they are contractually obligated to right. watch before yes. the next episode. And, you know, correct. Uh, so I watched There's... a comedy. Oh, cool! An early two thousands comedy mm-hmm. with oh. Anne Hathaway. What? And <gasps> ooh, and Steve I'm... and Steve Carell. What? And Alan Arkin. Uh, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh yes, I and, know where this is. And Terrence Stamp. I will, I will absolutely watch this. Uh, so the movie is Get Smart. Yes. And, and Get Smart, uh, based off a TV show from the sixties, seventies. I right. I've never watched the show. Neither have I. I've heard of it. This movie, from a premise, from a production value, has no right being as damn funny as it is. <laughs> this movie is hilarious. Right. Specifically, the washroom on the airplane scene. See, I've I've seen it, but not in like yeah. 10 so, issues, so, watch so I don't it, remember watch any it, of it. And, and pay specifically close attention to the airport <laughs> Okay. Or the airplane washroom scene. Cool. Just incredible. Cool. Yeah. Just, just, you know, just top notch. <laughs> okay, well. Well, that about does it up, I think. just about does it, except for the fact that uh, a shout-out is in order. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. And I'd like to shout-out. I've got someone, if you've got... Uh, oh, you know, thank gosh. I yeah. had not a clue. Uh, so I'd like to give a shout-out to a gentleman named Corey Bezo. Hmm, I've, you know I know Corey? him. I've met him. Yeah, he's a good I d- guy. I don't know him well, but nice, cool guy. He's a stand-up guy. He is. He's a sit-down guy. He's, he's a lay down kind of guy you want. He's a lay-down, sprawled-out kind of guy. He's the guy who goes to sleep at night. Uh, See, yeah, you don't know him as well as I know him. Ooh, but that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, whatever. It shows. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for coming. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for sitting down. Mm-hmm. Whether you're listening to this in the car... Or on a bus, or in a box, or with or a fox. On no, just no, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Goodbye. Make everyone. sure you edit edit that part out. No, no. There's no edit. Ooh. <laughs>